Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Ruthless ST Radio. As always, I am your main host, the Ruthless ST himself, Nick Bernal. Normally I'm joined by at least two other guys, but I don't know where everybody's at this week, although it is Halloween week, so stuff's going on. So, this week, it's just me and the Royal Purple ST, a.k.a. Logan Simpson. Logan, how you doing this week? Uh, not too bad, actually. Just uh, kind of listening at home, and that's about it, really. I was going to say, aren't you uh, undertaking a home remodeling project? I don't know about a home remodel, but I mean, I'm in the middle of painting living room and getting it ready and decorating and all that stuff. I don't have a full home remodel. Well, it's close enough, right? Yeah, it's (laughs) enough work for me, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, definitely glad you could join me this week so we could get a show out. I know people are busy with Halloween stuff, and I think this week was going to be a little more difficult than normal to get a show out, so... This week, we were going to get everybody together and do a build breakdown of everybody's cars. Uh, Unfortunately, because it is Halloween week, and I I don't fault anyone for this, but, you know, that didn't happen. But, hey, we're going to break down uh, Logan's car, which will take a good, good long while, and we'll break mine down, even though if you're a frequent listener of this show, it... You kind of know what mine is, but, you know, it's been a beat-to-death topic. But, hey, we'll beat it some more. Why not? Before we get into that, though, I need to pay some bills and thank some sponsors. Or a sponsor, anyways. The Car Spa is a local detailer here in Springfield. Really good guy, uh, Jeff Howard. Uh, and he uh, is, he does some great work. Um and uh, he has he's a little lower than everybody else because uh, he does it out of his house, which is really cool. Uh, and if actually if you go to him and uh, tell him we sent you, he actually gives you a 10% discount uh, on your selected service. So make sure you hit him up with uh, promo code Ruthless uh, at the Car Spa on Facebook. He also has a business page where he posts all his work. Or you could head over to thecarspadetailing.weebly.com. Again, that is thecarspadetailing.weebly.com. The Car Spa. Your car needs this. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into it. You want me to do mine first, since you don't want me to do all the, or since you don't want to do all the talking? Yeah, I'll let you talk about yours. Kind of get like baseline everything, because like I said I don't want to be just me talking the whole time. Well, yeah, that's no, that's no fun. I mean, you know, blabbing, blabbing to nobody is, is no fun. You know, as far as get two people in, I'd be a lot better. But yeah, it's okay. well, busy. everybody's busy. We, we, got, we got this handled. Yeah, but, for sure. But uh, for those that don't know, and I don't know who doesn't know my car by now, but if you don't, it's a uh, 2014 and a half. Uh, for those of you that are, uh, you know, very technical into these cars that does matter uh it is a 2014 and a half uh st3 focus in performance blue which i don't know especially in the facelifts although i don't recall them making it in the facelift but i'm pretty sure performance blue is a fairly rare color if i'm not mistaken correct 
Uh, you're this performance blue. It's not called Kona blue. Yeah, no, it's not the Kona. It's the it's the earlier one. It's performance blue. Yeah, I mean, I, all I I don't know more about, as much about the performance blue. I just know the ingot silver is extremely rare. I've yes. actually only ever seen one. I think I've um, seen a couple. And then like the triple yellow, the triple yellow, not tangerine scream. The triple yellow is, as far as I know, the rarest of all the colors because they only did it on the EcoBoost Mustang and the EcoBoost or an ST for 2017. That was it. It's the only time they ever did that color. I know. Uh, the last I know. I know. In the in the facelift world or in the pre facelift world, tuxedo black is the rarest color. Because they didn't make very many of them, shockingly enough. Really, I feel like I see a lot of black ones, but I don't know. I don't no, see the, it's it's the partic- it's the particular tuxedo black in the uh, the PFLs because it's um it's that really nice uh, metallic black. You're think- yeah, I know. You're thinking That's of the of, uh, the um, facelift. It's different. It doesn't have yeah. metallic in it. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know, a lot of people use the tuxedo black for painting, like, trims and stuff. I know that if they do paint yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, so, my car, I have it built to, I'm not a stancy boy, uh, probably much to, uh, Logan's, uh, dismay. <laughs> um, but I have a, or at least when the intercooler goes on it, I will have a fully prepped, uh, STH build for the SCCA. So what ST, STH is called Street Touring Hatch, which um, uses the street touring rules uh, from the SCCA autocross rulebook in conjunction with some special rules for uh, hatches. Uh, so, for example, the allowed modifications you can have. You can have any tire as long as it fits in – well – Actually, scratch that. You could have any tire as long as it fits in the wheel well in street. In street touring hatch, you can only go as wide as a 245, specifically. So, my race tires are uh, 245. I want to say they're 245 40. 18 uh, RE71Rs from Bridgestone. And as, as we talked about uh, last week... It is my first and my last set of Bridgestone RE71Rs. Boo. That sucks. Although they were really expensive. I'm going to be very happy when uh, the, uh, when uh, I go to RT660s and not have to pay almost $900 a set for tires. Um, we do have a white line rear sway bar on it. You can change one uh, rear sway bar, although I think in... When you bump up to street touring, you can then change both. However, to change both, you have to drop the rear sub or the front subframe, which I don't particularly want to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, the current brake package setup on it is uh, StopTech street pads on OEM rotors in the front, and StopTech sport pads on uh, just blank uh, OEM rotors in the rear. Uh, my new brake setup that I will be going to in the spring. We're going to keep the same rotors because there's nothing wrong with them. And we are going to go to uh, Hawk pads all around. Probably going to do the HP Plus or HPS Plus, the, whichever one the, the street auto truck or the street slash 
autocross pad is. I want to say it's the HPS Plus, but I'm not sure. I'll have to double check on that. Uh, and I do have, because it's time to change the rear rotors anyways, so I do have new blank uh, R1 concepts. I want to say they're carbon rotors uh, on the rear for that, because they were cheap. They were dirt cheap. They, it was kind of nice. Um, other than that, I've got a Depot uh, front mount intercooler that has yet to go on the car. It's one of the winter projects. And then also, the car is tuned on an access port by uh, Dave Volmer um, of either Rebel Devil, Rebel Devil Customs or Phoenix Performance. Depends on the day. Uh, I think he does more tuning um, for Rebel Devil, though, than, he, than Phoenix. Uh, but he's actually based in Middletown, while Rebel Devil is based in uh, Noblesville. Uh, so that's nice. Um, and that's kind of my build. I, I don't have anything crazy. Uh, it's pretty stock. Um, but that it, it's by design that way. Uh, simply because it has to be. Um, as far as future modifications go... Oh, and I do have on the interior, I do have a um, Schroth Quick Fit uh, 4 Point Harness. Um, the really cool thing about the quick fit and the reason I have that is because you don't need a harness bar and it uses all of the factory mounting hardware for both sides of the seat belt and it's a really nice uh, piece of kit. Uh, it holds you into the ST3 Recaros very well um, and that's why I have those because even though the Recaros hold me in great uh, I was still sliding, my ass was still sliding around in the leather. Uh, at the time, I was a little uh, smaller <laughs> when I bought my car. So, I was still sliding my ass around in the leather a little bit. Uh, so, we had to fix that. And the way to fix that was spend $250 and buy a quick fit. So, the other winter project is to buy the other quick fit, much to the dismay of my girlfriend. Not that she rides in my car very much anyways. I do have Fortune Auto 500 coilovers on it. Uh, those need to be set up properly uh, and corner balanced. Uh, but other than that, uh, that's pretty much my build. It's pretty short, sweet, to the point. Uh, future mods, we're probably going to do a catback. I don't know what catback. I'm definitely not paying $3,000 for a catback. Logan. Uh... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that's kind of my build. Pretty pretty tame build. Yeah, thanks for coming at me on the exhaust. <laughs> hey, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. I just man. I forgot to let you just get your talking points in before I interrupted you. Uh huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> I, I I needed to make sure you were still there. <laughs> no, I was, I was still there. I just trying to keep my because like breathing stuff i like i mute it yeah, when i'm not like when you're talking because i know these these apple AirPods aren't the greatest I mean, as far compared to like you sound a lot clearer compared to what i do i feel like on the podcast i mean <laughs> as the guy that records it um yeah kinda and then i also use a i use a real gaming headset so that's also part of it too but yeah um okay so I gotta get my little list because I'll forget something. 
Uh, as far as mine goes, you have you I... have a list. That's bad enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't have. A, I don't think I have a ton of stuff. I mean, I have more than the most than the average owner. But I mean, as far like me. I mean, like it's it's still stock turbo um, and stock internals. But other than that, oh, and stock sway bars. I have not upgraded my sway bars. But other than that, I've you slacking, upgraded, bro. <laughs> I've upgraded pretty much everything. Most like you know, most of the things you would want to change that are going to have like a decent you know either look increase or performance increase. Right. Um. So I just actually recently got the diamond mats. I enjoy like those. I know you have those. Yeah, those are um, very nice. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, so far I like them. I mean, they seem to stay in a lot better and everything. And I haven't tried to clean them yet, but I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really drove a ton in them. I like them a lot better than the WeatherTech I have. They look a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, they clean. I mean, they seem to hold up pretty well so far. Um, R- really cool thing about those is to to answer your cleaning question: pull them out, hose them off, let them dry, put them back in. Yeah, see, that's a lot of work to pull those out, though, man. They got all those little clips and shit. I don't have any problem with it. Yeah, it takes me I mean, about I a minute to pull them out. Yeah, but you see, I remember when I'm minor dirty, I, like I have a couple leaves and like a footprint. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Mine haven't been um, out in a while. They're gonna come out probably uh, coming up soon. Here, I gotta hit Jeff up and get my end of year detail in. So before the winter, uh, so they're yeah. probably gonna come out when that happens. Yeah, I say mine don't get really dirty enough to justify all that. I I just probably could spray some detail spray on them and just wipe them off really quick. Yeah, um, lucky bastard. <laughs> other than that, I mean, I just I just did those. I mean, I'm kind of taking a pause on I'm, since I'm doing the living room stuff. But um, I also got a lit the lit logos ST logo. I just installed that. I got that when I was in Gatlinburg. I need to get They're one home. of those. I need to hit up Skyler and get one of those. I highly recommend it, man. I mean, let them know like that you know me and Logan and all of us, like the other Logan. Oh, I, I just know Skyler, so. Yeah, but... I say I I do a lot of work with graveyard performance and stephanie driven there she's helped me out a ton and got me probably 75 percent of the parts that i have for my car yeah uh, um, i actually ordered so i ordered my uh, fa's through sebastian actually oh okay i got you Heck yeah i say graveyard performance are a great company man they are like, they are pretty good they i'd say they're good. one of the best um, as far as st goes sts go i agree yeah, I say they, they seem to be pretty big in the Mazda Speed community as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody listen to this? If you go there, just let them know that Logan with the purple gray or royal gray ST, they'll they'll cut you a little bit better of a deal. Or at least take care of you, especially Stephanie. I mean, I have a discount code to my Instagram get seventy seven percent off, but it's nice. better just to talk, talk directly to them. Um, so other than that, I mean, the car is wrapped. Like that was Garrett Wrapworks, um, Plain City, Ohio. Uh, it's yeah, KPMF. he does good work. He does good yeah, work. Yeah, for sure. It's been wrapped, uh, see, August was a year, so a little over a year. Um, there's nothing really pulling or anything. There was one spot on the rear bumper, but it kept popping out, and I kept pushing in, so that's kind of on me. But even then, it's not that bad. Uh, well, that's, the, that's the famous uh, ST, because that's where the, the rear fascia meets the the, the, quarter, the quarter, and that just yeah. rubs. So Dude, that's... So bad. That, See, I haven't that, had that problem, though. 
Well, that and then the front bumper, the corner of the front bumper where it meets the fender, usually because mine, one side of it chipped paint before it brought before we wrapped it, mm. it was already chipped. So um, the only paint flaw that I have on mine, other than the front bumper with all of the bug guts, uh, that's actually the bug guts and rock chips are so bad on the front. I gotta have mine sanded down and repainted. But um. The only spot I have, it's very not noticeable. It's, uh, you know, the, the over on the pre facelifts, how they have that inlay panel on the hatch? Yeah. So that rubbed against the hatch and rubbed paint off. It's really, Damn, it's re- yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird and in a kind of funky spot. I actually have a just just a littlest littlest tiny spot of rust on the on the the rear hatch. Yeah. Like when you open it, like the I guess where it kind of rolls over on the edge. Uh huh. Like literally, like where you grab it by your hands, like right in the middle. There's a little bit of rust up in that little between the plastic and the and the hemmed edge of the hatch. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of where mine is, but <clears throat> mine's on the outside. It's not on the inside. Mm. I'll show you yeah. the next time I see you. But then, other than that, I mean, but the the wrap is KPMF matte iced amethyst titanium. The whole wrap was ceramic coated by Bullfrog Auto Spa, and that's also in Plain City. Um, they actually share a shop with Garrett Wrapworks. He has another location. I don't remember where exactly. Um, the wheels are custom powder coated in a bright white with glass plate. Gr- Broken glass flake. Uh, that was by Viking Custom Powder Coating in Eaton, Ohio. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Great guy. He has a seven-day guaranteed turnaround, and he has three car-size Baker furnaces. Damn. So he can literally do full tube chassis or whatever. I mean, he can do anything, man. He, he literally seven-day turnaround. He don't care what it is. Guaranteed. Nice. At least that's what was pre-COVID. I mean, I, I haven't been out there since then, so, I mean, it might be a little different now, but, I mean, he's yeah. still a great guy to work with. His prices, from what I've heard, has went up a little bit, but it sounds like everybody's prices are going up. Yeah, um, I, I think it's just because of COVID. Well, yeah, just the because of the, the part shortage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, I actually just got the <clears throat> mirror tint done. It's sassy silver, what it's called. By Zabos Customs, he actually has it made the tent, so it is his own tent brand. He also does wrapping and stuff, but I just had that done like a month ago. Um, so and then the all the arrow. Oh well, actually, I used to have rear, but the side arrow, side skirts, and front splitter is from Vega Modified. They actually do a lot of. They're really really popular in the ST game. I'm sure you've heard of them. Yes, they are. It has a triple R composites front lip on top of the Vega V3 splitter in the front. Um, then that's all trimmed out with some white arrow trim from FS Performance. There, people always ask me about that white trim that goes around my arrow, but it's from FS Performance Engineering. Same thing with my Instagrams, 10% off. Use my code from my Instagram. Um, let's see. Uh, I got Velocitec wing risers, so it matches up with the Rally Innovations wing. And uh, yeah, so I have a, a, <clears throat> a full, like the carbon fiber deck Rally Innovations wing. I get people asking me to buy that all the time. I bet. 
Because they don't they no make longer, it any. They don't make it no, any. They didn't. They haven't made them for like probably two or three years. Yeah, other than like a couple. A other than a, a couple, they like they'll let a couple slip through here and there. Yeah. And they get yeah. bought, bought up so quick. I actually bought mine used. It was sun damaged a decent amount, and I had the carbon repaired, refinished, recleared, and ceramic coated. Damn. Yeah. Um, and then you know, obviously a cob tuner. Um, I got a, I have a three inch full custom exhaust. Um, I'm not going to mention from who, because, you know, he's just on the way out. Um, not only is he on the way out, but I think he's already out, isn't he? Yeah, man. I I I got about $2,700 in it and I don't know how much it would have costed elsewhere, but I mean, it had, it had $800 worth of parts in it. It's got, I don't know, probably 30 pie cuts in it. It's all... 304 stainless steel. It's all TIG welded. Back I was going to say, it, it is a very nice exhaust. I will say that. Um, it's very nice. I mean, I'm not happy with it. You know, it's definitely, it's definitely what I asked for, but I mean, I, it was way, it was more than I expected, but it is what it is. You know, come to custom work, you know. Um, I have a Megan Racing Cows downpipe. You know, everyone says, you know, the good stuff. Like, I know TB Performance is really good, everything, but I mean, I haven't had any issues with mine. And it's I've probably put seventy thousand miles on it, but at the same time, mine does not see salt. It doesn't see much rains. It's not out in the winters, so that's probably a big part of it. Yeah, um, I I daily mine, so yeah, I've got the the CNC downpipe bracket from Woosh Motorsports, which is nice because Rebel Devil used to make one. And they stopped selling it, and everybody was always looking for them because I remember they were going crazy for them and then whoosh or i don't think they actually make it i think someone else makes it because there's a few other companies that sell the same exact bracket yeah that's, but the, if you're that's doing... the flexible one right if i remember correctly the flexible bracket I... it, well no it's a c that's a full cnc machine and it's got two full like um bushings inside them like the stock one just it rips really easily Right, um, and it just wears out, and you can get clinking and stuff like that. But this, it's so nice. If you're doing the downpipe or the downpipe, just get the bracket, man. It's like I don't remember, like twenty, fifty bucks. I don't, I don't know. It's it's cheap, and my, it is so worth it. My also on my winter projects, I think is going to be rear motor mount. Yeah, I I actually have rear motor mount. Um, I have the Boomba Stage Two rear motor mount, which I if you get a rear motor mount, I recommend getting the what they call a stage two or, or one that replaces both the arm and the part that bolts to the arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like you can buy a lot of them are just the actual bolt part, like the motor mount itself. But like if you get the one with the arm, I just feel like they work better. Like Boom well, it's, a, it's has, a more complete package. Yeah. Boom actually has videos showing like stock versus the Boomba man and I watched those videos and I was sold. Like I didn't even care about anybody else. Like I, they had the videos, like literally a video of of the car moving on the highway and it's showing how the the motor mount reacted. Oh damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, yep. I just watched that as I sold. It's great quality. I've had that thing on there since probably fifteen thousand miles. I <laughs> I mean I haven't really looked at it a ton. Um, but I mean, it's been doing great. And I've got I just rolled over to ninety five thousand like. Right after Gatlinburg. Nice, nice. And that's original motor, original transmission, original clutch. 
Yeah, I don't have an original motor in my car, unfortunately. But yeah, there's not many people that I seem to talk to that do. Um, well, the funny thing is, is well, we kind of know the story there, but mine wasn't my fault, which kind of makes that even. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say it sucks, man. But I guess we at least got another one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as far um, as motor mounts go, I think I'm going to hit up, because uh, uh, Allie Woodford's actually been on the show before. and uh, AWR, yeah. AWR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm going to, that's the one, I actually, that's another thing I don't have. My transmission mount and the second, oh, there's two other mounts. Yeah, the trans mount and the driver's side. Yeah, those two I do have, but I, when I do get it, I will be going with AWR, because, man, like, the fact that you can pick the freaking, the bushing, yeah. Stiffness and then all the custom coloring mm-hmm. and they look good. Mm-hmm. Highly, I would definitely, I'm definitely going to them as soon as I get around to that point because my engine bay like it needs dress up. Like that's one thing I really lack. It's all been like more outside and then like full bolt on and then right. I mean, um, like I said, what, like, is, hell, I, what is considered full bolt on in an ST? Nobody's, nobody's really been able to answer that for me ever. Full bolt-on to me is pretty much all of your basic bolt-ons. So that's anything like pretty much what would be considered stage three. So, so that, in, in an ST, downpipe, that's... Downpipe, intercooler, tune. Uh, you could say exhaust if you wanted to, but not really. You just, you know, just run stock exhaust. And then an, a, an air filter, like an upgraded right. air filter or an, inter, or an intake, an upgraded intake altogether. The whole thing. Right. But, but really all it is is a, is a green filter, a downpipe, an intercooler, and a tune. And you're full bolt-on. Because you're okay, making the, that's what at I that thought. point, you're making the max power you can on that car until you upgrade fueling or the, tur- or the turbo. As I say, and I think usually when you go, well, you don't have to go. You don't have to do fueling when you do big turbo, correct? No, you do not, but you're going to be limited to like 350 area, and then once you do fueling, sky's the limit, but they don't right. really make sh- – well, I don't say sky's the limit. You can, I've seen people go up to you know 500 plus, but they don't really recommend the stock internals to go over 420 to 450 from what most tuners say. Right. Without built, without built internals. Yeah, without all the forged goodness. Yeah, um, as far as, so headlights, I have VLAN headlights. I get people asking me about this, where I get them. The company I got them was called Redline Tuning. They have a solar for, as far as I know, for, since I got them. Um, they, switch, <laughs> they switch around a lot. Um, a lot of people, they get them, including myself, and the DRL does not work. It is, like any aftermarket light, the DRLs do not work like factory DRLs. You have to turn the light into accessory mode before them go on. You cannot fix that, as far as I know, unless you wire them directly to the battery and then maybe on a switch. Oh, um, that's annoying. But, I mean, it is. That's how all aftermarket lights for any cars that I've ever seen have known. Um, but you, a lot of people say that you have to repin them. Like, you actually get a repin tool and move the pins if the DRL doesn't work. Um, I wrecked my car and I had the W, like GTI style, and I yeah. wanted them replaced. So I got the VLANs. And the shop that fixed everything, they had the VLANs in the car for like two extra weeks after they had everything done, trying to figure out how to get the DRLs to work. They said, man, we can't get these. I was like, nah, I'll take it. Took it home, literally put the hazards on and the brights. 
and just started unplugging wires. And if I unplugged something and it, it turned off something, I plugged it back in until I found a set of wires that nothing turned off. I, I troubleshot them, yeah. unplugged them. And then I, there was another spare wire in there that they said was power that had power to it. And I plugged them in and the DRLs came on. Literally it was a purple wire. I unplugged two white wires, plugged that purple wire that was extra into one of them and it came on. It took me 10 minutes to figure it out. And this <laughs> professional paint shop that was actually uh, at the time highly recommended. Now I would not, it's, it's like a one collision or something, perfection collision uh-huh. in Circleville. Like when they wrap, when we wrapped our car, I mean, I found clear coat on my windows, overspray, like <laughs> clear coat, like like where they took my tail lights out and just yeah. taped. They didn't tape off the whole area. They just taped like just inside where the tail light goes, so you can see like a hard clear coat line and a oh, hard lovely. paint line. Oh, love which. I mean, at least it's hidden behind the tail light, I guess. But I mean, it's still like my Garrett or Cam thought it was from a knife because it's such a hard line. <laughs> like he thought it was a knife mark from. He's like, "Has this car been wrapped before?" I was like, "No," but then we figured out that was that. I still have freaking overspray on my windows, like on the outside. If I because mm-hmm. it, it's like it's like they had them rolled down or something, just cracked, and then they I don't know what happened, but like the, if I roll the windows down, the top like half an inch or spots of like overspray and I cannot get it off oh, even geez. with the razor blade. Really? Uh, yeah, man. Like I said, it's very, very small, but it's just one of those little things that you just, you just never can get past. I might want to, so I'm going to plug a guy. Of course he's in, he's in like Beaver Creek Centerville, but he might be able to help you. If you go see, uh, Brian Raby at Be Shiny Detailing, he might be able to like polish that shit off. Yeah, I could honestly probably ask Jeremiah at Bullfrog if if I really wanted to. I just never – like, you don't see him unless you literally roll the window down, and I never yeah. have the windows rolled down that gotcha. often. I mean, at least not up close to shows. Like, I just it – it's not that big right. of a deal. Right. Um, but then I have for taillights, I have the Specti tuning black taillights. Um, apparently, the black ones have been sold out forever. Because everyone's asking me where I'm getting them from because they're not on the site anymore. They don't, they only have the chrome and the smoked or something, I think. Mm. Um, I have a TB Performance Crash Bar. Um, that It's pretty much purely aesthetic. There's, I mean, I didn't feel any rigidity from it. But I remember when fully – let's see, not fully torched. Shoot, what was it? Dead Hook Racing used to make them. Mm-hmm. And they went out of they went out of business, and their crash bars went for crazy. They were like a Beaks grill, like yeah. the deep dish grills. Mm-hmm. Everybody was, and now the Rally Innovations wing, like there's just some of the parts that the companies went out of business and they, or like stopped making them, and everybody wants them. Like so, eventually, TB Performance. I'm sure it's because of liability reasons, because everyone's so worried. Like, what if I wreck? Is my insurance company going to have any issues? Are they going right. to deny my claim? I mean, if anything, they might just not total your car, and you'll just have to stuck with having to get the car fixed. Um, but I, I've talked to people that have had that crash bar and never had any issues. I mean, at the same time, it's just a thing that you just have to take the risk of. I mean, at a certain point, you just, you just I mean, I, I have aftermarket coverage. Like, I actually, it's at like twelve thousand now, I think, or something, oh, ten thousand. Wow. I need to raise it because at this point I'm I'm well past that. Or not well, I'm I'm decently well past that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see, crash bar, and that's the purple one. Um, 
You know, we talked about the rear motor mount. I have a carbon shift knob from CJ Plenty Parts. I didn't want the normal ST31 everyone has, so I wanted, I got this one. I'm looking to change it because I did the JBR short shifter arm, and the threads are shorter, so it can screw down further now. Yeah. And it can screw down. It screws down so far that you can't do a reverse lockout. So I have to leave the knob like halfway screwed down and it's loose. Uh, I've been told to put a dab of Loctite on there, let it dry, and then put the knob on. Yeah. But I'm so worried about having it on there. Like I had like a Teflon tape on it at one point. Oh, jeez. I couldn't think of anything else to freaking put on there. I didn't want to put Loctite and get stuck. So I just did a little bit of Teflon tape, but when we did my airlift, we had to take all that stuff out and like we had to take the Teflon tape out so I could pull the shifter boot off and get into the dash. Yeah. So I just left it out and haven't put it back in. I'll eventually find a knob that'll work because I've tried a couple of different ones that people have that I know. I'm like, hey, let me try that to see if it works because if it is, I'm going to go buy one. And all of them, they always do the same thing. They all screw down so far. So I think I'm going to talk to uh, – I can't remember what the name of the company is, but he does like custom CNC shift, bo- shift knobs. Oh, it's like eight ball. I know which one you're talking about because I, I, want, know, I he, want a shift knob from them too. He does some crazy designs. Yeah, the the oh, it's like eight ball racing or something. No, he's in, he's I don't in think the, this is. He's in the the Facebook groups, right? You talking about loaded dice? Yeah. Yeah. See, I tried Logan's because the other Logan has one. Yeah. And I tried it on mine. It screwed down too far. That's interesting. So, but there's another guy that I, I can't remember. It's like it's something works. Like FC works, auto works or something. But he FS does like works maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. His FS works is the exhaust company, isn't it? Oh God. I think it's FC something. Yeah. But like he does like crazy. He can do custom anything. I'm wanting to see if he can put like a a set screw inside the thread that I can back off a little bit or go in a little bit and adjust it to exactly what I need. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. I want to see, if, but his they're expensive. Like, dude, they're talking one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars for one of his knobs. I mean, but, it's a fully custom knob, though, is it not? Yeah. Oh yeah, CNC. You can get like uh, heat treated. You can get titanium. Like most of them are titanium. Yeah. Um, he did co- a copper run for a little bit, and I should have got him one then because he doesn't do copper anymore. Oh. Yeah, because I copper, I even told him like bitching. he he even. He even asked, like, if I did copper, what do you? And I said yes, and he sent me the link, and he's like, "Hey, here it is." But it was like 150 bucks. I'm like, "Oh, Jesus!" But looking back now, um, but yeah, let's uh, see where was it? Carbon shift knob. I have a cow and the cow induction intake from Two J Racing. Their customer service is garbage, but at the same time. They're a small company that built a really popular product that everybody wanted, so whatever. I was going to say, I know um, that 2J intake is very the, – the particular cowl intake you are referring to uh, is a very, very popular product among people mm-hmm. that like uh, Fender Exit exhausts. Yeah, so um, – but yeah, it's really cool. Like I like it. I mean it's loud. I'm, I'm, I'm going to love it. Um, but the tab that holds it to the motor – because I only have one motor mount, the motor still moves a lot. Yeah. 
it's broken that tab twice. Ooh. So they should have really designed it to where it had like some kind of bushing to let it move a little bit more because it literally bolts straight to the wiper or not the where the where the wiper motor bolts to on the stock strut bar. Yeah. That's where it bolts to. So it doesn't leave any play or anything. When I I'm gonna have when I had a powder coated white because it was purple when I bought it, but when I had a powder coated white, I had them fix it and it broke again. I need to fix it again. If I continue to keep it, I might do something different. If I do like a tip, I might do the top mount turbo if I get around to that. But with all this COVID and everything, that's a big part of it, man. Like I just want to focus on like things I can get done locally. Yeah. Like I want to do like a star headliner, maybe repulsor some seats and some door cards, um, lighting, from, like possibly low glow maybe or some other company and like stuff like that because it's local and I know I can do it because I don't want to be in the middle of a turbo setup. Or, or and another thing, I don't want to deal with another custom fab shop that's going to screw me over. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I want to do a top mount turbo sidewinder kit. So I and it's just it's just literally you just got to hand them your debit card or your credit card and say okay, just when it's done. Yeah. And I'm just I'm not about that right now. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some out there that give you like a legitimate quote, but I just don't feel like messing with it right now. Um. So then I, did, I got the intake. And then I did the, you know, obviously with the t- or with the intercore, the active grill shutters, I got rid of them and all the plastic, all the plastic underneath my bumper's gone. And I made custom bracing back to my radiator support that's attached to my splitter, not like the splitter rods on the top. They are drilled into the bumper at the corners of where the intercore is. So it's like the stiffest spot I could find because See, at the time, bad. well, but at the time I didn't know it, but if I did... I would have done it, but FS performance for the stock crash bar makes brackets that bolt to the stock crash bar and drop down to the intercooler spot. You can bolt uh, oh, the splitter you rods can bolt too. The splitter rods too, yeah. Yeah, but see, that won't that won't necessarily work with the aftermarket crash bar I have. So I might have something fabbed up and just have Garrett wrap over those holes or something, or maybe finish them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, then on the next wrap, um, the arrow, like I said, it's all Vega. I have a V3 front splitter. It's got the V1 flins, like the fins are like shark fins, but they're backwards kind of thing. Don't you um, have a di- rear diffuser? Thought you did. I, yeah, I do. I do. I'm getting there. Ah. <laughs> um, I used to have the Vega V1 rear diffuser, the metal rear diffuser when I had mm-hmm. the ST bumper. Um, but then I switched. Okay. So from Vega, I also have the V1 engine cover. I got in on the pre-order. Um, it has my Instagram custom engraved on it. That's another reason like people say, why don't you change your Instagram? You're purple now. And I'm like, <laughs> well, when I then I'd have to get a new engine cover. Yeah. Well, when I made that Instagram, I, I always wanted to do purple. I always yeah. planned like I decided purple and that's why it's Royal gray because Royal purple. Right. I always had that. And then, like, I kind of, like, made, like, a, I wouldn't say a brand, but, like, I wanted a banner. So I did this thing. It's called, I did Broke Royalty, and I put crowns underneath my wrap. I have a, a king, queen, prince, and princess above each door handle, like a different crown. Nice. Embossed, embossed under the wrap. And then my trunk set up in the plexiglass. I have etched Broke Royalty with the same crown that's on my door. Yeah. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do the same king crown on my headliner probably when we do the star headliner. Um, 
Um, if not in the star headliner, maybe in the trunk somewhere, have it in lights. But uh, yeah. that's, you know, f- future things. Um, what, um, what trim level ST do you have? It is actually an ST1, but I have upgraded the seats to ST3 front and back. And then, I mean, I upgraded the headlights and taillights. The, the radio is still the stock radio, but I'm trying to figure out if I want to do the Tesla style or if I want to go with like, the Sync 3 and all that because, like, I don't know, just paying, I don't know, it's like $800 or $1,000 for a stock radio just it seems nuts to me when I can get a, a Tesla style for like 650 700 Yeah, I've heard kind of crappy things about the Tesla yeah, radios, though. Yeah, and that's, see, that's, that's the other end of it. Like, I know people that have them, like, yeah, they're good, I mean, but they're not great. Right. But at the same time, I mean, look what I have now. It's like that little screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On- honestly, if I were you... Because from what I've heard, the best thing that integrates with everything else in in our cars is the sync-based system. And apparently you can jailbreak sync 3. Oh, really? Yeah, if you you Google or if you go on YouTube and say jailbreak sync 3, I think there's like one or two or three different videos on how to do it. I don't know. I haven't watched them, so I don't know exactly what that gets you. But I don't know. And I'm kind of in the same boat because I have the My Ford Touch system in my car because it's a pre facelift. And it's like, well, to upgrade the head unit, I'd either have to rip it all out and find some way to integrate the climate controls. Even though I have buttons and dials below the the screen, anyways, for the climate controls, or just say nuts to it and go to Sync Three, which I think a Sync Three kit programmed to my VIN, so it would be the same for you because it's the same dash, more or mm-hmm. less, is like I think I've seen them around for five hundred bucks. But that's still, I mean, you got to replace the screen, the APIM. You're going to have to find a dash bezel and all that other stuff. And it's like, do you really want to do that? Not really. I, I, you know, like I wouldn't have to find a dash bezel, but. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get a radio from a junk car and sweep, sweep, and just the bezel is the hardest part to find. Did really? Yeah, like, well, most junk cards, they only keep the computer. Oh, yeah, that's true. Then, but, yeah, they don't keep most the plastic the time, part. And most of the time, they break the freaking plastic taking it out. Yeah. You might have I to just, find... Yeah, I don't know. I thought about ordering one of the the, the full carbon ones, because... Uh, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of the company, but there's a company that, like, they do full carbon replacements. <laughs> So I yeah. could just buy one of those and just I use that instead, which would be nice. Um, but that's all like future things. I mean, I got you could literally give me another twenty thousand dollars and I could spend it all on that car if I wanted to. That's and, a lot to spend on a Focus. <laughs> I've already got, I've already got over twenty thousand in mods in it. Just in mods? Just in my, I have over twenty thousand. 
Jeez, Easy. dude. I don't know if I could spend 20k in mods in a Focus. I think, I think I mean, I'd rather just buy another platform at that point. Yeah, <laughs> but my car is extremely far from stock, and it's known all over the world. Like, I mean, I'm not like it's like a famous build, but like I have people that follow me from literally all over the world, and I talk to from everywhere from the UK to Japan to freaking China. To, I mean, they're all all over. Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that that's the nice thing about it, right? And like at the same time, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, I don't, there's not a single person out there with ST that's like mine. Oh, I, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Like, there's ones like don't get me wrong. There's ones that are like purple with the white wheels, or there's ones that are bagged. But like most people, when they see me, they see that car. If they know that, like they know the car, they know whose it is. I mean, that, that's the part that I like. I like having a car that's a little bit different than everybody else's. Like it has an personal touch to it. Right, right, yeah. That, 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 that's to... always nice having something a little different. Yeah, and then like man, airlift. You're talking. I mean, I've got four grand in mine. You're easy. Twenty five hundred to four grand is not hard. I mean, wheels. You're looking at. I mean, anywhere from fifteen hundred to. Ten thousand, depending. On, I mean, how crazy wheels? I mean, I don't even have crazy wheels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there's these people out there with a wide body kit, like a pan and wide body kit, a wrap, air, and wheels, and you they've got twenty five, freaking thirty grand in their freaking car. Yeah. And mods, because I mean, a pan and kit's like seven to twelve thousand dollars, depending on which one you get, and then you got to get it painted. You got to get it if you want it installed. Then you got to get the three piece wheels custom made. Those are, you know four to ten thousand dollars for a newer set as i say depending not buying, on who you go with you're right yeah if you're not buying used and everything and then on top of that you're a wraps two to four thousand dollars depending on who you are and what you get and where you go um and then air suspension like i said dude just, just it adds up so fast man that's the biggest thing i mean airlift is a big big ticket thing on mine yeah and then i mean arrow and then my bumper, I haven't even got to my bumper yet. Like, <laughs> um, So, like, I did the the OEM. I, I got rid of the S. I'm just, just not a fan of the stock. It, I mean, I like the preface left rears better. Yeah. But I don't like – I'm not a fan of the center X exhaust. I'm not a fan of the look how it, – it looks so bubbly. The rear end, like, folds under. Yeah, the, the way they did the facelift rear end compared to the pre-facelift rear end because of what they did to the front end of the facelift you would think they would do kind of the angular thing on the back too and they, and they didn't yeah it just it just i don't like either of them a lot but i like the pre-facelift better but i love the rs when it came out so i bought it yeah that i drove all the way to indiana i actually drove all the way to pennsylvania to get my st3 seats that was nine hours each way ouch yeah, it was me and my grandpa took the long drive, got them for a good price, and couldn't pass it up. You know, came back, um, got them installed. I love it, worth it, quite a bit of it. Um, that, actually, the reason why I went and got them is because I was a guy I was trying to sell them, and he hadn't sold them yet. And I won a thousand dollars on WCOL, um, the twelve k for your workday. I want they called me and I like that in that same weekend. Like they, I didn't get the money for like another two months, but that same weekend I went and bought them because like, oh I got a thousand dollars coming, so I went and yeah. got the seats. Um, but I got an OEM RS. It's a nitrous blue bumper from Indiana from a junk yard. Then I got a full carbon diffuser from Anderson Composites. It's um, like I said, fully carbon. The whole plastic parts got, is now uh, carbon fiber. 
Um, and that was all clear coated, ceramic coated. I had to get the bumper wrapped and then that, that new material was ceramic coated. Um, I mean, just in that, just in that bumper setup alone, I've, I've got probably two grand. I mean, it just, like I said, the, I got the bumper cheap and it was still 650. Like that is cheap for an OEM RS bumper. Yeah. Like that was everything. That was all the plastics, the reflectors, I mean, everything. Uh, just, uh, just a straight non-primered one from Ford brand new without all the crap on it is like a thousand. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. And then you, I mean, people like most junk cars just sell them anywhere from like a thousand to 1500. I've even seen some like 1800 for an OEM. Like I said, 650. I was like, done, sold. Yeah. My neighbor, my neighbor's a body guy. I was like, man, I can't find it. He's like, let me look. And like literally two days later, he's like, Hey, I found this one in Indiana and this one in California and this one here. So, like, he found three of them, and the closest one was Indiana. So, I was like, screw it. I called him, paid for it, picked it up that weekend. Um, and then I ordered the diffuser. That took, like, two months to get in and everything. That was a long process. That was, like, a probably four-month process altogether. And then I had to have the custom exhaust made, and that, like I said, ended up, you know, $2,700. So, just to make that RS bumper work and get everything done that I need to get done, I've probably got seven right Wow. Like, I, I, I would say, so, 27 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. Okay, I'd say five. Never mind, I take that back. Seven's a little high. <laughs> what, what, but what, still five. What, what's yeah, right? I mean, that's that's you're talking shit box car territory for that much in a rear bumper. Shit box, you buy some classic JDMs. That shit is right. Fun. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But then I've, I've got carbon splitter rods for my front splitter, and they're actually from Fully Torqued Racing. Vega used to recommend them, but they went out of business because of COVID, unfortunately. Ooh. Got, I uh, mean, those, COVID casualties yeah. suck. Yeah. Well, those splitter rods were $140. That's not bad. I mean, they're full carbon barrels. I actually got yeah. the, the smallest size was like 100 and then I actually had to get the next, like, after I put the front lip from Triple R Composites on, it made it, like, I needed longer, so I had to get bigger barrels. And I thought it was 25 for both of them, but no, it was 25 a piece. So I've actually got, like, 170 in them, but I sold the other barrels for, like, 40 bucks, 30 bucks or something. Oh, there you go. Um, but if you would have bought it straight from them, they're, like, 140 Then also I have the full carb, like I said, Carbon Rally Innovations Wing. My hood vents is from Versa Engineering. Cutting those holes, that was nerve-wracking. Um, I remember see, my see, family. If I ever, if I ever do that kind of thing, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna get a separate hood. It's really not. I mean, it's 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 sketchy, and you measure a lot, and you measure some more, and you have someone else measure, and then you check again. Like you check, check, check. Like when I told my family, like, like oh, what you? I got hood vents. Hood vents. Like, oh, I'm gonna cut holes in my head. They're like, you know, cut holes in and then I sent them pictures of these giant holes in my hood. Oh, like, God. oh my God, you cut holes in your hood! Like that's what I said I was gonna do. <laughs> like, like when they saw that, like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, if oh, if I ever so do cool. that kind of thing, I am gonna get a separate hood, though. Yeah, I say a buddy of mine. He he saw mine, loved them, ordered them. He didn't get the rain guards and all the extra stuff and the pre-painted. So he had to paint his. Yeah. I recommend just get just get them painted. It'll last. And get the rain guards, but he put his. Like I left my hood on because that's the thing. Like I don't know. I 
being in construction, like I and carpenter and everything, I always try to do what's not necessarily the, I mean, the easiest and the most efficient and best way. I feel like, right. Um, so what I did is I took a really long, um, like not really fleece, like a, I don't know. It was like a knitted blanket. It was like a thicker blanket, and I like, but it wasn't fluffy, so the metal right. would stick to it. Right. Um, kind of like, but so I pulled it over my window and over my engine bay, opened the hood and like, just popped it up. Like, you know, like when you pull the switch out, it just pops up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that, and I just put some, I don't remember what I put in the front, but I put some stuff in the front so I keep it from shutting all the way. And that's how I cut it. Oh, that's not bad. Like I didn't take the hood off. I didn't yeah. do any of that stuff. I literally just popped it up through the blanket underneath it over the engine bay. It caught all the metal shavings and everything. And also I didn't do it with a grinder like most people do it. I did it with a body saw, which is a hundred times easier. Right. Even though the one even though I had a harbor freight one that sucked, it was still easier. I recommend getting a pneumatic one with a really, really good blade. I'm sorry, Harbor Freight, but some of your tools are garbage. I know they're dirt cheap. That's um, why. I, That's why some of I, them are garbage because they're dirt I, cheap. I borrowed it from a friend, and I like it got the one job done. I didn't. I, I would never use it again, so I didn't see the freaking the point in buying it. You know, and he had one. Yeah. Um. So I did it with that. I mean, I went through probably seven of seven or eight of their cheap little blades to cut those two little holes. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, they're not little. I mean, I could put my head in them. Damn near. Um. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I used the body saw and then afterwards I lifted the hood and like, to where they have you cut it, it like cuts into the frame of like the hood, the skeleton of the the, the hood a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then cut where that skeletal frame was. I cut it to make it look like it was still OEM, like the vents. So I, cause like it, it, you could tell like you, you just randomly cut a hole here. But I like tried to cut all the skeletal frame in like a curve, and then I trimmed all the inside with rubber trimming and tried to make it look as OEM as possible. I went through and touched up paint all the cuts with color matched paint, a pen and everything. Um, then other than that, I mean, I did the extreme turbo systems, the front mount inner core because I really, really wanted the purple one. It's anodized. Um, it really holds up really well. It, the only downside is it was a grand. Oof. Um, when people talk to me about like, oh, CPE, you know, that's crazy, six fifty. Okay, well, one CPE has a black version that's like seven fifty. If you want the black version, most people don't even know about it, but you can yeah. get it because I looked because I looked into it. Um, but yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I paid a grand. <laughs> And then, like, they even asked me when, like, when I was buying the intercore because I told her I'd wanted it, and I finally was like, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger. Um, they have a four-inch version. I got mm-hmm. the five-inch version. So I even got the bigger one, and she even said, you'll never need this bigger one. I have an Evo. Stephanie told me. She said she had an Evo, or she knows an Evo that's mm-hmm. running, like, 600 or something on the four-inch one. I was like, no, I want to fill up that gap. I want to fill up that space. Right. Man, when I got that intercore, it's a big damn intercore. <laughs> You know, I, I have I have the three and a half from Depot, and I'm like, damn, that's a big mofo. Yeah, my intercore is five inches by ten inches. Whew. Mine's it's, not it's, that big, but it's pretty damn close. It's, it's five inches by nine point seven five. Yeah, I got the three and a half. 
And the CPE one is 5.5 by 9 inches. Yeah. So the CPE, the beast or the bigger one, is mm-hmm. close to that size. Um, but, I mean, it's a big, big intercooler. And, I mean, like, I'll never have to worry about power. But I've heard some people say, like, it can cause, like, extra lag, which is whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got – I mean, it's got badge overlays. It's nothing really that big. But they're from Kate's Customs on Etsy. They're 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 good cheaper ones, but I'm gonna think I'm gonna get the gel for the rear. I mean, at the front I have the LED logo now. Right. Um, but what's good about her is she actually does the steering wheel um, Ford logo, which most of them do. But she also does the ST logo. Nice on your on your steering wheel, the little tiny ST logo on the bottom. On and the, the bottom. Beam. Yeah. Yes. You can actually. She actually does that, and you can get that in whatever color you want also, which I have never seen that anywhere else in any other logo company that does those. So that's why I went with her and she's always, she's always great to work with and always helpful. And like, she sent me like, we were talking about different colors. I was like, Hey, I'm looking cause I did purple originally when I was gray. And she even sent me like, she's like, here, I've got all these different purples. I'll send you all these for free. You tell me which one you want. And like, she sent me like sample ST logos nice and then once we figure out which one i wanted she got it taken care of and she's just awesome she's great to deal with they've held up well just the white does get grimy because it's white right right because um then i've got a short shifter like i said from jbr james born racing pretty good company i mean great company um his stuff is all like some of his stuff is overbuilt um better to like be I overbuilt do. than underbuilt in certain areas like um i did buy his his sway bar in links for the front and the rear mm-hmm. and I, I looked into it because he has the, all this like i don't know he has like these cone hardware things on both sides plus the washers plus the nuts and the bowl and the free it's just like a it's like three inches on top and bottom of a, of a bolt and hardware and sometimes they have issues of that hitting the top hat of the rear spring perch mm, or yeah. up front when you're on air and you're airing out. So I, I didn't even put them on and I went into massive, massive speed. And surprisingly, I ordered the black massive speed. I didn't order the purple. I just didn't feel like it. The purple didn't match my purple. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to do black. And plus if I ever change, you know, right. Um, I actually just installed those JBR inlinks that I bought on my friend's car. Jaron, he, recently purchased a brand new set of fortune auto coilovers from a friend of mine that mm-hmm. sold his ST. Um, we actually just installed those this past Sunday and it went pretty good. Highly recommend the coilovers if you don't want to do air or if you're just looking for something in between. I had race lands. They're, they're junk. Raceland. I'm sorry. They get you low, man. But I mean, I was driving on them a year and I probably put, I'd say 30,000 miles on them and they were shot, but I was maxed out. If you don't max them out, they hold up a little bit better probably. And they are lifetime warranty, but the only issue is, yeah, the lifetime warranty, but I got them swapped out right before I sold them. It cost me like $110 to send them back and and shipping. The whole coilovers were like, I think I got them on black Friday for three fifty. Yeah. So like yeah, because you can only do two items at once. So I did the two rears, and then I did the two fronts. The two rears was like seventy or uh, I think it was like forty five or fifty, and then the fronts were like seventy or something to ship. 
Um, and then I actually, I, I like literally had to say like, listen, the whole thing is shot. Like I want a whole replacement. Cause they try to say, well, let's just replace the strut inside the coiler. I was like, listen, I'm not taking these apart. I've already had tight in the top nut. Just send me the whole thing. But they were like, well, if we get them and they're good, still a part of them, then they'll get charged. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But they never charged me. So it was good. They are pretty good customer service. They answered quickly, blah, 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 blah. But like I said, you gotta send them back and that crap is heavy. Right. Um, but uh, like I say, I, I just recommend just getting the Fortune Autos. The only downside is you're going to wait uh, way around that. I mean, Silvers. Silvers is another good brand that I've heard lots of good things about and, and several other platforms, including ours. Um, I don't think they build theirs per order. I think they might have them. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But, like, I mean, the Fortune Autos are good. Um, another thing that I recommend if you're doing the coilovers is drill out your top hats. That was one thing that I did not do on mine when I did the airlift or the race lands. So you cannot get to the damping and you cannot get I to got, the camera. I got to do that on mine. It is a dude literally just gets you a three and an eighth. I think it's three and an eighth, three and yeah. a quarter. I want to say it's three and an eighth. And all you got to do is you take the stock. You can use the stock strut bar or the stock strut bar. Everyone's like, you got to get it. Out. Like, no, you don't. You yeah. don't. You look, if you take the stock one, you turn it upside down the imprint of the circle that you need to draw is literally on the bottom and it'll help guide your whole assault. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I... literally dr- drill those two out. And then on the top hats, there's like a dimple mm-hmm. on top, or you can put the stock strut bar on and then drill through it. You just have to have your coil over out of the way. Right. You gotta, you gotta drop it. Yeah. You gotta drop And then you can just drill those out go through with a freaking file, a flat file, or and then clean it all up and everything, and then touch up paint. Do not forget to touch up paint and spray paint or whatever. you got to cover that raw metal so it doesn't rust. Yep. Um, but, dude, like with his, I'm so jealous. I am going to do it. As soon as I get back into the – to dial in my fitment a little bit more and get everything set a little bit more, I just haven't gotten around to it because it's just so much work because you got to take the bags out unhook the air, deflate them, and then it's just, it's just all kinds of work to do. Why, why that would stuff. you do that? Why would you do that with air? Because if you want to adjust the damping, you just adjust the PSI that's in the airbag, correct? No. Okay, so the airbag... I'm just trying to think how to explain this. So yes, the dampening isn't isn't the airbag. That's, that's just the... Because you have your ride height and your like mine, my my PSI that it says should be between thirty five and forty four or forty two is the anyway, you want your PSI to be in between that at right. ride height. So if you're not at ride height between there, you have to raise or lower the coilover part of the bag. Oh, so there is a coilover part, so there is a dampener adjustment. Well, it, it is adjustable. Like you have to adjust the 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 shock body up and down in order to get your ride height that you want to be at when you're driving at that 35 or whatever that optimal psi is that they tell you you need to be in because because if because if you're too much it's going to be really super stiff and bouncy and if you're too low the inner components and stuff might get damaged and it might not be enough to really hold you up and that's how you get the best handling and best performance from them that's a lot of people they complain about them like even mine um they are it still does kind of roll but i'm also doing like i think i'm doing 55 in the front and 45 in the rear and so i'm i'm not super high but like it goes all the way up to 120 right um but i need to lower them a little bit but if i lower the air psi i'm too low to drive so i have to raise up those i have to do all that 
Um, and then I on top you. of that, it, it has the dampening, which is like the rebound and right. the dampening and like the stiffness and the softness. And you can adjust that. But if I want to adjust it, I have to take the whole freaking bag out on to get to it. Oh, uh, without drilling out your top hats. <clears throat> yes, if you don't drill out your top. The rear shocks, you can, because the strut's separate. It's on the side of the strut, kind of like it's like it's not up at the very top. So you can adjust the rears. See, um, that's why I like but... the Fortunato, because when the strut's in the car, the adjustment's on the bottom. It's a collar on the bottom that spins on the back of the well, no, no, say the Fortunato the Fortunato's the the shock body threads down to just the height. Right. But you still have to unbolt it from the car. Like you have oh, to I, unbolt I was, ta- the I was talking about the rear. I was talking about the rear. Well, even the oh yeah, the rear you actually like if you, have, if you want to go really low, you might have to drop it down. Like I was able to get it like a half an inch away. Yeah. Um. The the the, the ring. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah. The rear the, on the shock itself, you can't adjust it. But that's how airlift is too. Mm, nice. Nice. Yeah. It's it's literally on the shock itself, the shock absorber. It's like it's like at the top, but you can get to it without taking it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But on the front, it's just like airlift. The camber plates you can't access. Yep. The dampening yep. you can't access. But if you drop the top hat, you can you can get to it all. Right. Yeah. I know. So that way, like. So that way, like, once you have them in, you don't ever have to take them out. Right, right. Like, you have to you have to unbolt the bottom if you want to adjust the height right. um, of the shock body. But as far as camber or dampening and that stuff, like, you won't have to take it out physically. You just have to, you know, just do all your stuff up top. Another thing I like that's, fortunate, that's good on Fortunatos, I don't know about race or airlift, but race lands, the camber bolts, in order to move the camber – you have to remove the bolts com- entirely. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you can loose them and move them, I mean, just barely, but there's, like, a yeah. little device separator piece. But on Fortunatos, you just loose them, and it has, like, the whole range of motion. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did like, notice that when I put them in. Like, that's that's one reason I went with the FAs is because they are uber adjustable. Yeah, like you just like you just unleash those two bolts. I mean, if you want to go like if you want to correct a lot of camber out of it, which I don't think you'd ever need that much, you can undo one bolt, slide it all the way over, and then put the bolt on the other side if there's another hole. Because I had to do that on my race lands because there's that divider. But like you have to take the bolt fully out to do that. Um, so if I ever go with uh, AO Yoko AO fifty twos as race tires, I'll have to do that because um, the AO fifty twos really like. Uh, a lot of camber, especially in our cars. I still don't yeah. know why, but it, it just do. Um, but other <laughs> than that, I I do like um, I I do like the uh, the adjustability that I have. It's very nice. <clears throat> yeah, I say they're good. They're definitely good coolers. I say if you're not looking to go bags, Fortunato is great, and then you can upgrade them, and they're rebuildable. Yeah. Um. So the short shifter I have also from JBR. I have the solid cable bushings, not the base bushings. These are the shifter bushings. They're weighted shifter bushings that go on the shifter arm on the engine bay. Mm. Um. I don't have the shifter plate because if you combine the two, your short throw. Like I, my short throw shifter isn't even on max. Like I only have it in the middle hole. I don't even have it in the top hole. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then if you combine them, it's like a 70% reduction. They say that can be hard on the cables and things. Like, I don't need that much. I'm happy with what I have. And I'm mine's like, I think it's like 25, maybe 30. Yeah. I can go up to, I think, 45 or something like that. Um, I also have their cold side kit from their HKS cold side kit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I had the CPE. I didn't install it, but I compared them. Um, the CPE, it just the, the curvature of the kit, the cold side pipe isn't yeah. as forgiving as getting when getting it in and out past the radiator support. I, I recommend that JBR. Also, CPE's customer service is garbage. Like I waited forever for that kit and just finally said screw it and ordered a different one. Yeah. Um, my blow off valve is you know a legitimate HKS. Uh, I have a bypass valve, the block off kit from Turbo Smart. I did the ST1 to ST3 front and rear. Um, I had an LED access port mount from Days AP Stiffies, but when I had my new mirror tent done, they accidentally broke it, and they just discounted that amount off of my mirror tent. Um, I have the Radium Engineering PCV catch can. That's the front catch can. Uh, I will also be eventually getting the rear catch can. Uh, I have the baffle plate from Radium as well. Great company, great products. Uh, my wheels are MRR design ground four sixes. They're 19 by eight and a half plus 35, which is really good. Not too aggressive, but still pretty well flush for the most part or close to it. And it, Wheel, all, and it um, clears everything. Yes. Uh, I slotted rotors from R1 concepts. They're can't beat them for the price. Ceramic pads from them. They're good, but this is low dust. I mean, I don't like, really, I don't really notice the difference. I have the airlift suspension, you know, airlift 3P, full custom setup or custom trunk setup that I did myself. Never done anything air wise. Uh, three eighths lines. I ran all the everything myself. Covered it all in wire loom. Um, it has two compressors. I got the black compressors that cost me a little bit more. Uh, raw tank had it custom painted. Uh, paint matched to my wrap. Nice. Mm. So the, the tires I was running two fifteen thirty five nineteens. Yeah. But when I got my new, my newest set of tires, I went to two. When I went air, I went two twenty five thirty five nineteens. Seemed to feel a little bit better. I I don't think I will go to thirty five thirty five stock size because it just I feel like it's going to rub. Um, but then other than that, I mean, it's pretty much everything. I mean, it's quite a bit. I mean, future plans. I'm star headliner. Redo the door cards. Um, redo the headliner when I do the star headliner. Have a a friend of mine that's in Team Elevate because I run Team Elevate Ohio. Um, he's going to be doing that for me probably. Possibly new wheel, looking at some new wheels. Um, and then just engine bay stuff and some more lighting, like underglow possibly, looking at the, maybe the glow glow. Um, more lighting in my trunk setup. Um, but, I mean, other than that, I mean, I said I just – I wanted to do upgrade the turbo and everything and the custom top mount, but I just I don't like doing things twice. That's why I got the really big intercooler and you know I mean the only thing I ever done twice on the car was the suspension as because I did wastelands to airlift. Right. Um, but other than that, like I don't like to do things multiple times. So like when I go big turbo, like I want to just be able to just do the top mount sidewinder kit because that's the end goal, um, and I want to have like a shaved and tuck bay and you know fully you know 
painted and nice and finished. Um, that's just the end goal. I mean, if I keep, because at this point, like I've got so much money into it, I might as well just keep, you know, keep going. Nice, nice. Well, that's a pretty good. Uh, definitely a lot of lot of detail there. A lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before I wrap this thing up, I just want to remind everyone that I did make a post earlier this week uh, about. Uh, the trip south, uh, which is our trip to the Tale of the Dragon next year. Uh, we are going to go uh, the big weekend, which is uh, Focus Fanatics Dragon Takeover weekend. Um, are we going that same weekend? We are. We are going to do that same weekend because I think there's – I've talked to – like I talked to Anne, um, and I kind of have made it known that uh, I've got a – Actually, I can tell you here because I have all that stuff open. Um, so, like, the loop that we're going to do on Saturday after we do the the takeover event is going to be, at least if I stick with this one that I've got and I don't edit it anymore, which that's not going to happen, I probably will, uh, is somewhere between 250 miles and 350 miles. So, yeah, so it just depends how much I want to edit this more, uh, but I have everything pretty much planned already, um, at least as far as our drive goes, and I know that there's some people that want to go on our drive with us that aren't actually going down with us, so we're going to go that weekend, I would assume. Um, yeah. And I would love to. Go. I've always wanted to go down during the Dragon Takeover. I've been trying to go down to that thing for the last two years. And now going down to Gatlinburg. Yeah, we were going to go to the Tale of the Dragon, but we got rained out that day. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely love to go. It's I, hundred percent going to be worth the drive. Just driving around Gatlinburg was fun. I couldn't imagine actually on the tail. So, I I like the tail, but at the same time, I. I don't because I've been on other roads like like I've gone to the back of the dragon in Virginia yeah and it's longer than the tail of the dragon I think it's a little better but more more importantly it's not nearly as crowded as the tail yeah. of the dragon is yeah it's comparatively it's deserted because the the back of the dragon is not publicized like the tail of the dragon is, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but there will be more info coming out about it. Um, we are probably going to stay in Robbinsville. I don't know if we'll stay. We may stay at Fontana Village with everybody else. I don't know how that's going to work in our logistics plan yet, so i got to plan that. Uh, but there's a couple places down there that I would I would want to stay at, um, so definitely be on the lookout for details about that. We'll start uh, hammering those out at the first of the year, uh, so that that's definitely something to look forward to there. Um, as always, be on the lookout for details about the spring cookout. Uh, that that I would assume Taylor is going to put on a hell of an event. 
which we may do a semi-live show from, maybe, hopefully. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, are you talking about Rebel Devil, or are we, t- are we talking about ours? Um, ours, and if Rebel Devil has theirs, probably that one, too. I would love to. Ha- I would love to have Rebel Devil have theirs, cause then I, cause I wanted to go to that when Mike yeah, was gonna I have that. Same, same, man. That's one of the things I just haven't got around to doing, but I want to. Yeah, well, I, I was gonna go, and then COVID happened, and he canceled it, and I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing I want to go to. Um, I definitely want to hit up. I would like to hit up. Uh, back of the dragon uh, end of next year so that might be a good end of year event for us because that down in the down to go there it's a lot more fun uh, to to actually drive to the back of the dragon because you're going through to get comparatively speaking there is no good twisty way to get to the tail of the dragon the best way to get to Robbinsville is go 75 all the way down to Sweetwater and then across the parkway. That's literally the best way to get to Robbinsville, unfortunately. Whereas the best way to get to, I want to say Tazewell is on the north end of the back of the dragon. It's literally nothing but back roads from the Ohio, actually before you get to the Ohio River, because we go down through Wayne National Forest. Uh, it's literally nothing but back roads south of Columbus all the way to Tazewell. And it's twisty and lovely and just as smooth as North Carolina, and it's it's awesome. <coughs> so that, that would be another that, – that would be like a, a weekend event because just to get down there is like a day's drive if when you do it <laughs> my way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I say um, my max was Gatlinburg for me, and that was six – and a half, seven hours with traffic. Yeah, I think uh, when, when you boil it down, I think the drive down to Tazewell is about eight. Yeah, so I don't know. I was, I'm trying to muster up the courage to drive over 10 because I want to go to uh, the Atlanta Speedway. They have a big import alliance here. Yeah. It's actually, it was this month. What? Yeah, it was. It was. I'd love to go to. Uh... I'd love to go to IA at Atlanta, but it's like, eh, I went to IA at Bowling Green, and it's like, eh. I mean, that, that Facebook event had 34,000 people interested. No kidding. That's wow. the most I've ever seen on a car event, interested on Facebook. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, Gatlinburg only had like five or 6,000 interested. Well, Slammed Enough caters to a very, very niche uh-huh. people. My kind of fucking, my people. Slam. Yeah, yeah, your people, your people, low people. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so be on the lookout for future events from the uh, Ford Focus and Fiesta owners of Ohio, uh, of, of which both of us are mods slash, hell, I'd just call us admins at this point. <laughs> um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And, uh, well, for Logan Simpson, I'm Nick Bernal. This has been Ruthless ST Radio. We will see you next time.